NFL Network analyst and Jaguars Happy Hour co-host, Jaguars Scoreboard Show co-host, <laughs> Bucky Brooks joining us now. And uh, Bucky, thanks for taking the time. You know, it's it's a strange week, obviously, in Jaguars Twitter land and on Sports Talk Radio and local media here in Jacksonville. You know, there's a fan base that loves to see Trevor Lawrence on the television screen and in the stadium, but there's a football team, players and coaches, that want to snap a 13-game losing skid. That's quite a balance to, to deal with this week. Yeah, it is a balance, and it's a balance because it's a bit of a distraction from the coaches because the coaches and the players, they obviously want to win. No one wants to, I mean, endure 13 straight losses and potentially looking at 14. And so as a coach and as a player, you're doing everything in your power to put yourself in the winning column. That said, you're looking around the fan base and, uh, I mean, even in the front offices, like there's a bit of excitement because you see what could potentially be around the corner. And what's behind door number one is a terrific prospect, a guy who is a transcendent talent and a game changer. And so I can't blame the fans for being excited about the prospect of um, a quarterback from Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, potentially being the number one overall pick if the Jaguars finish with the number one pick. So, Bucky, there's all this talk about, you know what, bench guys, tank, do it right. But that's unethical. You, you have to go play the game still at some point because that would affect the Bears and the NFC playoff race as well. There's a lot going on here with that game. So you, you want the pick, sure, but you go out and play. It just happens that this team's probably not good enough to win anyway. We saw what happened last week when everybody was out there. Yeah, you know, and the thing I think that's that's scary about it, right, because you, you can sit here and say um, they're not good enough to win, but we're seeing any given Sunday, any given Monday, we sat there and saw the Jets knock off the Rams. We saw the Cincinnati Bengals pummel the Pittsburgh Steelers, and so you just don't know. And I think it is their duty as coaches and as players to get ready to play, to put on the best performance that they can put on in between the lines. And you just kind of have to see what happens. But I do understand the anticipation and the excitement of potentially having the number one overall pick because you see this quarterback who has been lighting it up for years at Clemson, who has led them to a national title, who has this team back in the football playoff. I mean, there is a level of intrigue because you're just saying, man, if you get a player like that, what could that do for the franchise as you think about this franchise having to undergo a rebuild? It's a huge piece, of course. There's still a lot of other things to do, but you get that quarterback and it changes a lot. Bucky Brooks with us, NFL Network analyst. Speaking of quarterbacks, this football team this week had a quarterback competition in Week 16. Mike Glennon and Gardner Minshew. I don't think I've ever heard of that, especially on a 1-13 football team. Yeah, no, I've never, I've never heard of that. And I don't know how you do that in practices that are scripted and those things, but everybody's always under evaluation. I think for Doug Marone, he's trying to figure out, man, who is the best guy that can give me an opportunity to win? Uh, when they've charted out Mike Lennon, he has been fine at times, but the more that he played, the more that he kind of showed who he is as a player. And then for Garner Minshew, who started out as a starter, I think everyone knows exactly who he is. And as a coach, you're trying to figure out what is the right combination uh, at the position to allow us to play our best and to potentially knock off a Bears team um, that has been playing pretty well. All right, Bucky, on top of all that, general manager interviews reportedly have started this week. I don't know on Jaguars.com this week you had some writing about some of the candidates and what they bring to the table. Let's go through them. Let's start off with Lewis Riddick, who's been reported to have interviewed with the Jaguars Monday Night Football Analyst. 
tell us about his past. So Lewis Riddick is funny because Lewis and I were teammates with the Oakland Raiders back in the day, and I will say he's one of the brightest minds in football. Obviously, you hear how he conveys and teaches the game to fans uh, on Monday Night Football during the telecast and also on ESPN. He certainly gets it from a big-picture perspective. He has been influenced the right way, having played in Cleveland under Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. He understands how football should be played. He is more the type that will lean towards an old-school tent in terms of smart, fast, physical football. He wants to have a team that is strong down the middle. And I think he has said that on numerous occasions when he's had the opportunity to talk about team building on TV. And so he is obviously someone who has worked in a couple of different front offices, the Washington football team, the Philadelphia Eagles as a pro director. And so what he doesn't have in top end experience, he makes up for in his expertise and how he's been influenced by those who have been very, very successful in the league. Next name up, Trenton Balky. He is the in-house option, at least at the moment, uh, the interim GM right now. He came on in January of this year. We know his track record with the 49ers. They had some success when he was there. Yeah, he had a lot of success. He is a guy who kind of worked up the ranks as a scout. He has been with a few different organizations, the Jets, Washington, before making his way to San Francisco. Uh, really worked with a guy that I'm really uh, familiar and fond with, and that's Scott McLuhan. And they built that 49ers team into a juggernaut. Um, you see some of the picks and some of the things that they were able to do, the way they played. They certainly um, were a star-studded group who had a lot of success. And I think uh, if he had an opportunity to really put his input on the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think you would see some of those things play out. Big and strong in the trenches, defense that really has pass rushes that's able to control it, fast at the second level on defense. And then if you flip the offense, playmakers, running game, quarterback that's dynamic, he understands how to build that. And so if he had his opportunity with all the picks and the things that are set up for whoever takes over the role, um, he certainly would be able to um, build this team in the vision of a fast physical football team that should have a lot of success. Bucky, the final name we'll discuss today that has been mentioned as an interviewee is Rick Smith, the guy we know well in the AFC South with his time down in Houston. Yeah, Rick Smith has been very, very successful as a general manager. Um, in 12 seasons in Houston, he had eight teams that were 500 or better. Uh, they won four division titles, a three and four playoff mark. And then I think when you look at the draft record, the draft record is pretty impressive. J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson, Jadavian Clowney, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, all were guys that came and were cornerstone players for that franchise. I think with Rick Smith, what you're getting is a very experienced guy who is a great communicator. I think if you look at his relationships, not only with scouts, but with the head coaches, he has been able to get along and try and create a cooperation that allows the team to kind of have one voice and one vision. And so when you look at the Jaguars and the situation with the number of draft picks, the salary cap space, the young talent that's available, I would like to think that Rick Smith would be able to hit the ground running, particularly because he has a familiarity with the division that should give him an edge over some candidates. Great stuff as always, Bucky. This is just the beginning, so get ready. We'll be back with you a lot in the coming weeks, and we'll talk to you in the postgame. How about it? How about it, man? Let's do it.